Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Yeah, Calvin Snoop Dogg has done every job in the world, Brodus. What's good? What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the best podcast out, DX Daily, the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip-hop music culture. It's brought to you by the good people at Hip Hop DX, and I am one of your hosts, Asia Sky, and I'm your other host, A Dub. All right, it's Thursday, and unfortunately, today we have to report that rapper Coolio has passed away at the age of just 59 years old. Also, in other news, Gunna's lawyers are trying yet again to get him bonded out of jail, so we'll see how that goes. Also, Cardi B is defending PNB Rock's girlfriend. Some new details have came out about his murder, and the suspect has been arrested. So a couple of things to get into, but first, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Please tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to subscribe to DX Daily as well. And we thank you for all your support. Okay, now let's get to it. Okay, so have to start off with some unfortunate news. We hate coming in here saying RIP to people, but here we are saying it yet again. So rest in peace to rapper Coolio. He passed away yesterday at the age of just 59 years old. Yeah, so this news comes from TMZ. They revealed um, that his manager, Jerez, confirmed the news and that um, Coolio had died while he was visiting a friend on Wednesday afternoon. But this is interesting. Jerez said that he that Coolio went to the bathroom but never came back. And then after that, um, he went to look for Coolio, and that's when he discovered that he was laying on the bathroom floor. So um, pretty sad right there. Yeah, man, just... A, a weird way to go out man to walk in the bathroom and then the next thing you know your friend is gone man just sucks it's unfortunate all around the friend did say that the they believe it was cardiac arrest but no official cause of death has been put out yet so it's just like what happened did he have a heart attack like what what's going on we don't know um I've seen a lot of people speculating different reasons or different beliefs on why they feel like he might have went into cardiac arrest but until we know something, until we get an official cause of death, just got to leave it at that. They're suspecting cardiac arrest right now. It's just unfortunate, just the age of 59. That's what it's, what's really what it really is for me. It's like, you just want to see people get old, get to that status where they're like, they've already cemented their legacy in the game, whether it be with their music or anything else they've done in their career, and just get old and get to enjoy the fruits of their labor. Like, I feel like we don't get to see that that often. Um, and this just feels like another case of that. So just sad all around. Yeah, very much sad. Uh, 59 is still young uh, to pass away. And then, you know, especially like a great like Coolio, legendary, had big hits, Gangsta's Paradise, Fantastic Voyage, Keenan and Kale theme song. Um, it's always sad. And no one was expecting this, obviously. It was surprising. So, yeah, just sad. Yeah, man. That that was an iconic theme song. You see, man, iconic moments. So when you heard All Here It Goes, like, you knew what was about to go down. Uh, you had to rap every word. Like, just so many moments in the culture. Or even Gangsta's Paradise has lived on through all these years. Still gets played today. Got spoofed so many times. Didn't Weird Al even do a spoof of Gangsta's Paradise? Like, just iconic moments in hip hop culture. So yeah, rest in peace to Coolio, man. We're going we're gonna shift gears a little bit. 
And now let's talk about Gunna because his lawyers are trying to get him out of jail again. As we know, they denied his bond last time. He's supposed to be there until January of 2023. But new details keep coming out and it looks as if none of the witnesses that they have in this YSL Rico case have even said anything about Gunna or made any accusations towards him. And the lawyers are basically using this as the reason why Gunna should be able to be out of jail until it comes time for him to stand trial. Right. So um, according to the board, Gunna's legal team, which is headed by attorney Steve Sato, made a filing in Georgia on Monday, um, basically was saying that the prosecution, they're pegging the prosecution for failing to verify a single instance in which one single person has actually made an accusation that Gunna has threatened anybody. He also said that Gunna has been languishing in jail nearly five months and that um, they would be shocked to learn that imprison him now, present the evidence sometime in the future um, wouldn't be like kind of like the right thing to do. So that's their new way of trying to get Gunna released out on bond at least yeah and he said that the prosecution has been afforded ample time five months to develop evidence to support its motion to keep gonna in jail and they have provided no evidence so what they're doing is they're saying oh we're gonna show you later down the line why gonna should still be locked up why he's a danger why he can't be out on bail in order to fight his case like they're basically saying we have a reason trust us but we're going to show it to you in the future and you can't really do that like you got to prove this person is going to be a danger on the street if we let them go and they they haven't proven that yet they haven't had witnesses say that threats were made they don't have any hard evidence so basically gunna is sitting behind bars for no reason right now so that's kind of unfair man that's actually really unfair if if this is what you guys are doing on the front end like imagine what they're going to do once the trial actually starts. Like you're trying to keep him locked up and off the streets without showing any proof that he's been doing anything whatsoever within this, within this gang. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. Now I don't know what's going on with young thug right now, but as far as gonna goes, it sounds like he should be able to get out on bail and go back to what he's been doing, go back to his career, his life, his family until y'all can show us a reason otherwise. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully with this new statement and new information, um, it does work in Gunna's favor, but because um, I don't see why not, because yeah, there's no reason for him to be in there behind bars since till January 2023 waiting for this trial. Like that's, that's OD. Yeah. And this is going to be his third attempt at bond. So if the judge denies it again, he's going to have to stay in there. Like it's no more attempts to get bond. Like, so hopefully this time around, he actually does grant bond the judge. Because if not, Gunna will have to stay in there. And that would be unfortunate, especially if they didn't show their reasoning. Like, that's so crazy to me to be like, hey, you should stay in jail. Why? Oh, we're going to prove it to you in the future. No, they don't work like that. <laughs> you got to prove it before before the trial starts. You got to prove that part. But yeah, best of luck to Gunna. Uh, best of luck to everybody else that's roped up in this whole situation. Uh, hopefully it all works out for the best. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's talk about P&B Rock, another unfortunate situation. We know he passed away recently. And when he passed, of course, everybody was doing that whole thing, trying to play Twitter investigator, Instagram investigator, and place blame on certain people, place blame on his girlfriend, place blame on him for posting on social media. Like, there was just so much going around and so many people blaming everybody but the person that shot him. That was the crazy part to me. But now new details have come out about the entire situation and they actually caught the guy 
who shot PNB Rock. And turns out the guy was at the restaurant all along. The guy and his father were both at the restaurant when PNB Rock arrived. So all of these theories about, oh, they saw his girlfriend's post on social media and they pulled up or, oh, they, they called somebody and they pulled up and she set him up. All of that proven wrong. Right, exactly. So um, according to TMZ, they are saying that the father and son duo were definitely in the parking lot of Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. And so they probably saw PNB and his girlfriend pull up into the restaurant, saw who they were going to the restaurant. So there's that. So that does debunk the whole, oh, PNB Rock or the girlfriend posted where they were their location on social media. Someone saw that and then came to the restaurant to do whatever they wanted to do. So that clears off that. But then what's also interesting is the son, who is 17 years old, is the one who shot PNB Rock. And then the dad was the getaway car. So, you know, everybody's talking about like, oh, you, this dad is setting his son up for failure in life. The dad is still on the run. They haven't captured him, but they captured the 17-year-old son. So he has like a first-degree murder charge on him and um, things like that. So that's already kind of messed up. But as far as the whole... People were blaming the girlfriend for posting the location and things like that, or it was like a setup. Um, clearly not the case. If they, if these two were in the parking lot and saw them go into the restaurant and do what they did. Right. It's the hood. People hang out around Roscoe's at Roscoe's. They get food there. They see somebody pull up in a nice shiny luxury car. They see mm-hmm. a rapper get out with a bunch of chains on. Like, why was that not See, that's what that's what kills me about these the fake hood aficionados put together this whole little plot of what they think happened. Oh, goons were just randomly following PNB's girlfriend on social media and they saw their location like that wasn't a stretch to them. But somebody just being at the restaurant and shooting and killing him was was a stretch. Like, it's so crazy the way people people's logic and reasoning works like I don't get it I really don't understand it I feel like critical thinking is very much lacking these days but um yeah it just it it sucks that his girlfriend had to go through that not only see her boyfriend and son's father be shot in front of her face but to then hear all of this blaming going on on social media from different celebrities and all of that so many people chiming in on a situation that they know zero about and, and pinning it on her when she's already going through probably one of the wor- worst moments of her life. So, yeah, man, I just feel like a lot of those, a lot of, a lot of people owe apologies and you know, they're not going to be as, as loud with that part as they were with the, Oh, see, this is why you don't post your location. People got to be smarter than this. You got to move better. I mean, celebrities watch how y'all move. They ain't going to be as loud <laughs> with the with the backtracking and the apologies as they're going to be when they were saying that type of stuff. So that's the unfortunate part. Um, she did have some a couple of people speaking out on her behalf, though. Cardi B was one of them. Cardi B um, actually said, like, this is why y'all need to watch what talking about. Like Cardi B came to her defense. Yeah, Cardi had tweeted. She said, I told you so, told y'all. Y'all must not know how the hood moves. Y'all owe that girl an apology for the itch y'all put her through, knowing that she saw her baby dad die in her face. Social media investigators, y'all suck. Pretty much. <laughs> and that's pretty much that. Like, And then, you know, when, when it first happened, like you've seen posts all day long, like, oh, you know, just whole two and three paragraph stories about why you got to watch your back and why you can't be doing this. Do we see any of those posts after this information came out? 
Did we see any posts saying, oh, wow, that's crazy. Oh, this really didn't happen. Do we see any of that? I didn't see that. Yeah, I didn't see that either. So now I'm kind of like looking at it like, oh, are y'all going to go back to posting where you are while you're there and not waiting for the whole when you leave type of narrative that was going around after this because people were going in about never show your location, wait till you leave and yada, yada. And now it's just like, well, that really wasn't why he died. So now what? Yeah, this is a prime example of why a lot of the times you need you just need to keep your mouth shut unless mm-hmm. you are offering condolences, unless you are offering kind words, prayers, leave it at that and stop speaking on situations as if you know what happened when you really don't and you weren't there. So, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Um, best of luck to his girlfriend. I know she's going through a horrible time right now. So, yeah, just condolences to her and PNB Rock's entire family. Mm hmm. All right, now let's talk about Young Miami because this one this one was a little wild. So she did an interview with Double XL recently, and she was speaking on her podcast, Carisha Please, and just the origins of the podcast, how it got started, and where she wants to take her media career. And during this interview with Double XL, Carisha revealed that she wants to be the next Black Oprah, or she wants to be she wants to be the Black Oprah. Now, I thought Oprah was already black, but <laughs> uh, Carisha, she, she wants to she wants to put a different spin on her media journalism. So, uh, yeah, she's been catching a lot of heat and a lot of flack for saying that she wants to be the black Oprah. Social media has been cooking her a little bit. Yeah, just a tad. There's one comment from a person that said that black Oprah ish is dumb because what sis meant was ghetto Oprah. Black is not synonymous with hood and ghetto cut the ish. And then Young Miami addressed that type of backlash on Tuesday night. And she said, Young Miami said the next Black Oprah. And someone said, you can just say Oprah. And then Miami said, I don't like being basic like y'all hoes. My ish always got a twist to it. (laughs) So still not really saying, you know, or still kind of discrediting Oprah because she is Black, like everybody says, and like she is. So I don't get, you know, Young Miami is just Young Miami. She does add stuff to what she says but it's still weird the black oprah oprah is black i i get it and i don't get it because it's weird (laughs) i think it's funny that she's continuing to lean into it like you know you just you know you misspoke but it's young miami so she's gonna be like oh and i said what i said and that is what it is so um i thought it was a funny moment uh funny that people were roasting her about it on social media because what are you talking about? And then just like, I, it wasn't that serious to me. Like to some of these people, Oh girl, you meant, you meant ghetto Oprah. You meant da 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 da. Like, I don't think, think pieces are needed about it. Like it just was young Miami talking how she talks. Like y'all don't understand these people from Florida, these people from certain places in Miami, like this is how they talk. So <laughs> while it didn't make sense, I'm just like, this is young Miami. This is how she talks. She has her show. This is why her show gets millions and millions of views because she's just always saying something crazy. Like it is what it is. I'm not thinking too deep into it. I'm not thinking like, oh, young Miami was trying to discredit Oprah and uh, she don't, she was questioning her blackness and da da da. I don't think young Miami thought that far into it. I think she just said the first thing that came out of her mouth and they went with it. And I think double XL knows that putting that as the headline was going to get all the traffic to their article or their interview about her. So um, they chose the right line to get people to focus on because y'all know what she meant she just meant she want to be the next oprah 
Right. Exactly. I, I get it. I saw what Complex tried to do and it worked. It worked. Yeah. All right. Well, lastly, and some good news, let's talk about Snoop Dogg. He is opening a new restaurant with Gordon Ramsay. Now that is fire. Snoop Dogg is getting into every space and every industry that you can possibly be involved in. You got Kiki, keep a job Palmer, and you got <laughs> Snoop Dogg done every job. Uh, what's Snoop Dogg real name? Brodus. Yeah. Calvin Snoop Dogg has done every job in the world. Brodus. That's, that's the two people with the most jobs I ever heard of. Yeah, Snoop Dogg knows how to get a commercial, a deal, a show. He 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 knows what he's doing. And um he's not really new to the kitchen and cooking world. You know, he's been um linked up with Martha Stewart. They had their cooking show, um the potluck party challenge and then he also had like Snoop Loops cereal back in August his own cereal. So what he said about Gordon Ramsay was he was saying that um about the collaboration that I've been speaking with my boy Gordon for a while about opening an official restaurant together, but the pandemic slowed things right down. Um, he also was saying how he met up with him and he has taught him a few things and things like that. So looks like, um, you know, since the pandemic is slowing down now that this restaurant, this restaurant with the two is going to be something coming in the future. Yeah, man. I can't wait either because this is like so natural for Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg has all of these different products. He's in the metaverse. He's got a whole breakfast food line that he just launched. Like not just a cereal, but he's got pancakes and oatmeals and all types of things coming out. Like I love the diversification of just everything that he's doing. And this this next step, like a restaurant that people can actually go to and be like, oh, yeah, I went to Snoop Dogg's restaurant is fire like it's fire and with Gordon Ramsay someone so respected in the restaurant world in the food world the chef world all of that like the the television cooking show world this is a legend so taking a cooking legend putting it with a rap legend business legend goes perfect together man and, and Snoop Dogg I don't know how he has the time in the day to do all of these things that he be doing but um, yeah, that's an, that's a career that a lot of people aspire to. So shouts to Snoop Dogg for that. that. That'll be fire if they really do get this off the ground. And it'll be a tourist attraction if they do. Like people are going to pull up there simply because it's Snoop Dogg and Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, of course. People already go for like Gordon Ramsay's restaurants that he has, like the Hell's Kitchen and, you know, things in Las Vegas and things like that. So with Snoop Dogg too, I guess it's going to probably draw in even more different types of people. So that's always a good look. Yep, I think that's a good note to end it on, too. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, subscribe to this podcast on all streaming platforms. Also, be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, and that is Hip Hop DX. And be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is Hip Hop DX. Yep, you can follow us as well. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A-Dub on everything, too. All right, we'll be back at you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.